there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Good evening and welcome. Celtic go seven points clear of Rangers at the top of the table after that 4-2 win over Dundee United. The late, late show for Celtic as Giovanni van Bronckhorst's side go to Perth but lose 2-1 at St. Johnson. The phone lines are open now. Lots of calls coming in. 0808 17 17 700. Rangers legend Barry Ferguson is with us. Barry, all the talk is about what's going to happen. Giovanni, is he going to go? Is he going to stay? Seven points behind Celtic. Yeah, when you say that, it's really disappointing. In terms of yesterday's game, Paul, yep, first half hour, Rangers had the vast majority of possession, but if I'm being honest, I thought it was very pedestrian and lethargic. I know they created a few chances. Sakala off the bar um, Lundstrom, Lundstrom yeah. we are sure Sholak should have took a, um, a pass through um, earlier um, but then when St Johnson scored the goal I thought St Johnson were the, were the better team certainly in the, the second half so to go seven points behind at this stage in the season is, is really disappointing um, you could see it with the, the manager's reaction after the game in his interview he was very honest and open um, there was just no aggression Where's the fight? Yeah, that first goal, for example, where John Lundstrom loses the ball. Well, do you know what? I can go through it. There's four phases. John Lundstrom um, is going towards Sakala. Uh, Sakala's not making a move of him. John Lundstrom, I put it into the corner and then I have a pop at Sakala. But anyway, he doesn't. St. Johnson break. A poor clearance from Tavernier. It goes into the box. A poor clearance um, from Ben Davies. And then the ball goes out to the the wing back at St. Johnson Brown. And for me, Ryan Kent ambles out you've got to go out there and take one in the face or take one in the the sore ones Um, and he he hits an unbelievable shot into the the back of the net and then after that you could see the confidence surge through St Johnson and I thought in the second half um, St Johnson thoroughly deserved the, the the, the victory if I'm being honest with you people asking though about Rangers Mark you've been around for a long time in the media mm. what do you sense is happening he looked a bit bewildered didn't he when they went two down yeah um, well first of all I think if Rangers were going to part company and take that decision that they would have made it already so I think he will be in charge for Wednesday night whether that's right or wrong is certainly something that we're going to debate uh, tonight but uh, I've defended Giovanni in this programme Paul many many times but having watched that yesterday having been at the game um, I think it's now the end of the road. I think it's uh, it's I think that it's the end of the road for Giovanni um, at Rangers. And that's not something I take any pleasure in saying. And ultimately, it's a shame because the manager carries a can. That's the way football is. But it shouldn't be him. Some of those players, really, I don't know how they can look themselves in the mirror. Really, you know, the performance levels. Not just yesterday. Yep. It's just not good enough. They, they, I don't think enough of them care, Paul. That's the bottom. And then the manager cares. But he just he, he's not able to get the best out of the players now, and ultimately he'll carry the can. But I think they'll go on Wednesday night in front of fifty thousand supporters going to be interested because 
they're not happy Rangers supporters are not happy and rightly so so the manager's going to get it so the players don't start well then the board will end up getting it um, but I, I think if it was going to happen it would have happened first thing this morning Hearts on Wednesday and that's mm. what happens isn't it it's the fans eventually have the power because they let the, eventually the board don't want to get the stick that's what happens everyone likes Giovanni Van Bronckhorst he took Rangers to a Europa League final five months ago and Barry it must have I haven't asked you this yet mm. when you saw the team and he drops Arfield and Stephen Davis. Were you not surprised that? But then, then I still look at the three that are in the, the midfield, Paul. That it's not of their bad players. Lundstrom, Sands playing in his natural position, and, and Tillman. I mean, in terms of Tillman, I thought at times he looked bored on the pitch when he when he lost mm. the, the the ball. Look, there's no doubt in the guy's got unbelievable technical ability. But he's got the fight. But you've got to do for me. You've got to do the the, the dirty side of the game, um, and that's what a number of Rangers players aren't doing at this moment in time. And look. He cut a, a frustrated figure on the sidelines, Gio. You could see that. Um, and on the pitch, just not enough players playing at the, the levels that they should be playing at and the standards they should uh, be playing at a club like Rangers. And you're going to come under severe criticism. The fans ain't happy. And there's only one person that carries a can for that, and it, it's the manager. Um, I think it's a collective responsibility, if I'm being mm. honest with you. It's not just the manager and the coaching staff. Players have got to take responsibility. The buck stops with him. This was the manager at full-time. Rangers losing 2-1 at Perth. You know, we are very disappointed with the results. We need to look forward, but it's always difficult to, to take losses, especially when you, you know, are the manager and, and a player of a big club, because you know you are expected to win, that's obviously, and if you don't win, then... You know, you're very disappointed. He said they need to work harder. Of course, you have to have labour the whole game. I mean, especially when you get the crosses in from the sides, you need to have aggressive runs to attack a zone, not attack the ball. It's more difficult when you go go attack a space because now, you know, we waited where the ball drops and then we all go there. It's impossible. We tried to give the pressure on them. We scored the 2-1, but in the end, you know, we, we, we didn't create any clear chances. I think one shot from from Lundstrom on the bar. But if you look at the whole 90 minutes, you know, we had a good start, 30 minutes, which... You know, we had to decide the game already and it uh, went only uh, more difficult towards the end. Mark, what are you thinking about it 24 hours after the game? Well, he's very, very frustrated with his players um, and rightly so. You know, he's not aggressive enough just with Barry sitting there, you know, def- attacking and defending. You know, some of the balls are put into the box. I say, what are you doing? And the manager, you know, he can only control um, so much. But on the other hand, you, you do say, uh, Paul, credit to St. Johnson. Um that's only Rangers' second league defeat of the season. Another one came at Parkhead, so the first way to do it. But the the you know Rangers started well first twenty minutes. Had yeah. St. Johnson right on the back foot under pressure, forced a series of corner kicks, but it's just not happening for them. Um, the now Paul and Barry's right as well. You know it is it is a collective, and the football department starts with the director of football, and then goes down the chain. So it is a collective responsibility, but ultimately. Um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will, will carry the can and uh, you know I thought there might, I have to be honest I thought there might have been a change this morning Did I you? thought yeah, yeah I thought mm-hmm. it might have happened this morning not last night because I think you always go away and sleep in things it was a hell of a decision to make but um, Giovanni is what I think it would be I think it would be good for him as well I think he's 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 reached the heights that he can with those players and um, you know again an, another debate that's out there that's never really been been solved is who is bringing in the players mm-hmm. and whether it's Giovanni moving forward but we're only seven weeks away 
from the opening of the next window whether it's Giovanni who's still there whether it's Ross Wilson who's still the director of football or whether it's a new head coach that needs clarity and it needs to be better the last three windows for Rangers have been nowhere good enough and it was only through the managerial ability of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst that Rangers survived in Europe and got to where they got to it wasn't because they had good transfer windows he was let down the transfer window if we want to go right back to July, August of last year you know with the benefit of hindsight you listen to the messages that Stephen Gerrard was putting out yeah. he was putting out how frustrated he was and that's part of the reason why he walked listen they always wanted to go back down the road anyway and go to a, a club Nassim Villa gave him that opportunity but you trace that right back there's been a frustration now for three transfer windows and that's something that can't happen in the fourth window come January whoever's in charge and if Rangers are to make a proper fist of this title race that needs to be sorted out pretty quickly Seeing my opinion, I'm just going in terms of me watching Rangers. I don't know if you agree with me, Mark. See, when I'm watching Rangers play just now, I feel they're passing the ball about and it's like passing it to a player and say, go and do something. Mm -hmm. Go and take responsibility where one player's no taking that responsibility or a couple of the players. I think they're just passing it about for the sake of it. That's the feeling I'm getting, that they're, they're just passing it and saying, go and you do something with it. Go and you make a run or make a pass. That's the feeling I'm getting when I'm, when I'm watching Rangers. But again... The, the goals are avoidable but don't take it away for St Johnson the yeah, first sure. one's an unbelievable strike the second goal young Leon King's got to do better with Stevie May the cross comes in and Nicky Clark with Barisic gets across the face now with Barisic how many times have you seen that happen and as soon as I've seen that goal I flash back to Celtic a bad yep. and it's happened on a few other occasions after that but take nothing away. Great cross, great finish for Nicky, Nicky Clark yeah. with the bounce it takes. Mm -hmm. It was a deft touch into the uh, into the back of the net. But you've got to defend better than that. Barry, everyone knows how much you care about Rangers, what Rangers means to you and what mm -hmm. you mean to the Rangers fans. They'll be looking for guidance tonight. What what would you do? Can the manager turn it round? Will he turn it round? Well, he's got a contract to 2025 Paul and he's got a, a number of backroom staff is it four or five yeah. um, he's got in there um, so that's a huge contract I agree with Mark yeah. he, you wake up this morning and you're thinking is there something going to happen look it's clear he's going to go until the, the World Cup um, break and see what happens over the, the next couple of games but I feel I'm repeating myself yeah. you, you need a response you need to react I feel I'm saying the same thing every single week I need more aggression I thought you got a bit of that when Aberdeen came to, came to Ibrox. Um, then you go and you, you have a poor performance against Ajax and then you go up to St. Johnson. And no disrespect to St. Johnson, but Rangers should be taking care sure. of St. Johnson. Um, no, no doubt about it, but I just feel I'm repeating myself, Paul. Here's a bit more from GVB at full time. No, of course, if you draw points, it's uh, it's, it's always disappointed. And, uh, you know, against home Livingston, we lost two points. Today we lost three points, so that's five points in in in, uh, in three league games. That's too much, and that's uh, obviously people are not happy, and uh, we are we aren't happy as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, what it is at the moment. And Paul, Mark, yeah. Paul, can I just yeah, say, sure. see watching yeah. the game? I, I, I'm I know I'm a high horse here, right? No, go on. But see watching the game yesterday. I'm watching a St. Johnson team that they won the great the first no. 30, 35 minutes. But can I tell you something about St. Johnson team? They play with their hearts and their sleeves. Mm -hmm. They gave it everything. They defended for their lives. Weren't they great on the ball? Once the first goal went in, they get better, but they still, they had a real desire to not concede a goal. And once they conceded through Tavernier, where the goalkeeper's got to do better, 
Two mm-hmm. one, you're thinking, right, Rangers have got to pile the pressure on now. Apart from Lundstrom strike, mm-hmm. Mark mentioned at the start of the program, there's a cross balls going in. I was just hoping for somebody to get in the end of it. But if they did maybe open slightly St Johnson up a wee bit, they were throwing bodies in the line and everything. But that's what you've got to be doing as a Rangers player. And why are they not? And why? How are they getting well, away with all problems are management? And you'd have to say, Mark, the management should surely be sorting this tactically, and also the way they're handling the players, even during the game, managing it. Yeah, um, you know, I'd imagine, for example, if Kima Kima Roof had been fit mm-hmm. this season, Paul that Morelos would have been shown the door because you'd have had Cholak and, and, and Roof. Uh, I look at Ryan Kent over a number of weeks now not just based on yes a number of weeks and I think it's time for Ryan Kent to go you know, I, think, I mean he's 26 this week or next week he's not a kid anymore and he's got to be shown he's got to be shown more he he is the kind of guy that you know his teammates will give the ball to and say you know go and make something happen which is right he should be he should be as we've said he should be ripping it up domestically week in week out the way a Jota or a Bada does the or way closing he, down as well yeah, defending the, yeah the, the goal absolutely um, the way he was Two years ago, Paul, but you can't live in what happened two years ago. It's about the here and now. So I, I thought I said it in the protocol and, I, and I'd say it again. And the same goes for Alfredo Morelos. I think now anything half decent bids in January, it's time to really go and freshen the whole place up. Whether that's under Giovanni or under um, a new head coach, it's time to freshen up. There's too many guys there living on, on previous um, good form and it's not, it's clear now. It's not good enough um, anymore. It's not acceptable. And um, you know Rangers need to be doing better, but I don't think the the current squad uh, is capable of beating Celtic between now and May to the title. No chance. But one of the directors two months ago said this is a stronger squad this season. I mean that's can't clearly not it, the Paul. case, is it? Can't see it, Barry. Yeah, I'm honest opinion. No, last season squad was um, stronger. Yep, I, I know you've got a few injury yeah. issues, long term ones. I don't really count, Paul. I just think over the last couple of weeks, listen, you've lost a couple of important players, in in my opinion, um, in Connor yep, Golson and, sure. and Ryan Jack. Yep. So, but listen, that, that's just an excuse. I still think Rangers should have more than enough um, on that pitch to over the last three games. That's five points, Paul. They've dropped against teams where you should be, and I'm not being disrespectful because no, sure. both managers do a great job for their teams but Rangers should be beating Livingston certainly at home and, and going and, and getting three points up at McDermott Park well, I think the manager himself said there was no excuse of course you know I've said many times if you lose 2-1 against St Johnston away for me there's no excuse no excuse just what you're saying he's just yeah. honest yes. and he is very honest isn't he he, he does one thing I will say about Gio yeah. yep he's um, when he, he speaks <coughs> to the press after the game he, he's always open and honest and um listen to him which I always like to listen after a game yeah. sometimes he may be go overboard a wee bit but he was um, his assumption of the game and how it panned out for me was, was spot on Rangers didn't do enough to even take a point away from McDermott Park he was asked about the pressure on him Mark sorry on you go yeah. no I, I feel for Giovanni Van Brockhurst Paul yeah, you know just sure. as, a, as a person right? he's just a guy that you know listening to him on those clips that you're playing watched him yesterday you just think he kind of looks lost now. He looks, you know, and, and Barry knows it can be such a lonely business when you're not winning, when you're not doing well. And supporters are, are on your case, particularly a club the size of Rangers. And he now looks an isolated figure. Mm-hmm. It's now almost to the point, and I probably say this about Neil Lennon, 
18 yeah. months or so ago that I think you need to to save him from himself and 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 no manager wants to lose his job. I get that, but I, I think for Giovanni's sake, for me now, having defended him for week after week after week, I think now for his own sake, it's it's best if us are partnering the ways. And by the way, that's not to say I don't think he's a good manager. I think he's a sure. really good manager. Yeah. If I'd my if I'd my way, I'd chase a lot of people before I'd chase the manager. But ultimately, mm. it's the manager that, that that carries a can. Here he is one more time talking about the pressure. You know, it's already the last couple of weeks, and of course, a defeat doesn't help. But you know we have to continue. But it's a tough one to take. The the the, the loss we had today. Barry, yeah, the yeah, pressure is your own teammate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no nice to see an ex-teammate. Where listen, nobody more than me was desperate for Gio to, mm -hmm. to do well. But I'm just looking him on the sidelines, and he, he is cutting a, a frustrated figure. And Mark makes a a good point there. Lost a wee bit. You know what I mean? He's probably racking his brains. What what the hell is going on here? on the pitch are the players given enough I always say that players will never throw in the towel you've got to do it personally you know what I mean for me it should be a given on the pitch that you've got to give 100% um, there's it look there is players low in confidence no doubt about it but the experienced ones have got to try and help these guys um, through it but as I say it's unfortunate falls on the manager's shoulders which I don't like because I think some I think players get away with Far too much yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Across the city, it's a different story, isn't it? Celtic 4-2 against Dundee United, but it was 2-2 as we headed towards full-time. Yeah, I think people realise now those things don't happen by chance. We've done it, you know, whenever we've needed to do it. And just credit to the players, you know, they just don't they don't give up. Uh, dare I say, they don't stop. It's something that, you know, we, we kind of instilled in them from day one and they've embraced it. And, um, yeah, for them, there's no lost cause. You know, the ball went in its two-all. You're looking at the clock. There's never doubt in our, in our minds that, you know, we would go there, out there and try and uh, get the goals we needed and uh, as a credit to the players, they did that. 4-2 uh, at the end. And Mark, these are the kind of days that could change things, isn't it? You know, Celtic, yeah. well, should have won anyway, but 4-2, mm -hmm. we'll talk about VAR in a wee while. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a really good win for Celtic, you know, given the circumstances, you know, as the manager just said there, you know, going right to the end, right into stoppage time. And it shows a, a, a desire um, there, that shows a, a, a willingness and, and, you know, to touch back on the point that Barry made about 10 minutes ago about Rangers, you know, a lot of possession, but a lot of it just seems kind of side to yeah. side and it's maybe lacking a bit of a purpose. purpose. You can't make that accusation against Celtic. You know, the attacking numbers, they go for it, they go for the jugular of the opposition and they try their best to hurt them. And that's the difference now between Celtic and Rangers. See, when Dun United scored 87 minutes, at no stage did I think, Right, that's going to end that. You've always got a feeling because they, they have Mark, Mark used that they've got hunger, they've got desire. Yeah. Um, they never give in, you know what I mean? So um, to go to each 87 minutes and then score two goals after that shows you what type of mentality that, that's going on um, over the water. Of course, it's a 98-minute game now, isn't it? Or maybe mm. more. Oh, yeah, don't get with, with far. <laughs> <laughs> Back after this 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! It's the Go Radio Football Show, the Monday edition. Barry Ferguson, Mark Guidi, Paul Cooney. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We'll be talking Motherwell as well in a wee while. Ten men they were up against. Should it have been nine men? But they didn't take the points. We will speak to Stephen shortly on that. Calls and messages coming in after Rangers' defeat 
at St. Johnson 2-1 yesterday and they got a bit of stick in the way out of the ground, Barry. You would see the stuff of the social media. I think, to be fair, James Tavenier listened to the mm. Rangers supporter. Yeah, I, yep. I, I seen that. I got it sent to me to last night. Um, and listen, you've got to, you've got to accept that. that. That's just the way it is at Rangers when you, you're um, suffering um, bad defeats or dropping points in the league. Uh, and to be fair to James Tavenier, he did stand and and listen to the the guy. Obviously, see his piece. Um, but listen, you, you you can see why the Rangers fans are frustrated, Paul. It's not just the results. On top of that, it's the performances as well. Over the piece, I've not been at the level that you you expect. And we're going to do VAR shortly as well. We'll talk VAR it featured at the weekend. Not in the Rangers game. I mean, most of the talking point is about Rangers because of the fact that I don't think anyone really, Mark, expected them to lose yesterday at, at Perth. They they didn't. Well, I mean, especially the way Rangers started. Yeah. You know, Paul, first 20 minutes, you know, they, were, they, were, they were right on it, they were bang on it. But St Johnston hung in there, survived a couple of scares and then they gradually got into the game and Barry said James Brown's Strikes a wonder goal. Alan McGregor had absolutely no chance with that. And then Nicky Clark, I mean, just showing all his experience linking up with Stevie May. So two brilliant goals from St Johnston. But yeah, it's the kind of game that you would be expecting Rangers to to go and win. And when they're not winning games like that, Paul, when they're drawn at home to Livingston, a last minute deflected equaliser uh, from it, you know, the signs are all there that things aren't going the way they should be and changes need to be made. And whether where the changes are made, that's up to the board but changes need to be made because it can't keep going the way it's going. We'll come back to that shortly. Let's switch to <coughs> Celtic and VAR as well. I think we'll go VAR because Celtic were involved in it again. G-A-R, the go-assisted referee on the Go Radio Football Show with joejunk.co.uk. The right decision when it comes to same-day rubbish removal. Yep, a few things to talk about. There was one on Friday night, the Aberdeen game. We'll come back to that maybe in a moment or two, the penalty incident. But what about Saturday, Barry? You would see it and Mark as well. In the Celtic game, Burnaby. The game, ball comes into the box. Match continues, but then somebody beeps the referee and says they want to look at VAR wants to look at it because of it struck Burnaby, who had his back to the ball. Yeah, I see there's been a lot of debate about this, but I'm just giving you my honest opinion. Yeah. It's not a penalty. I don't know what he can do. The ball's past him. He's trying to header it, and it's the arm's behind him. And um, I know it's the letter of the law, and it's denying a goal-scoring opportunity on goal with, with Stephen Fletcher, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but listen, come on. Well, how's he meant to get his arm out of the way there? I, I don't see why um, it's a penalty, but by the letter of the law, it is a penalty. But again, what was that? Three and a half minutes it took yeah. for them to make a decision on it, which for me, again, is far too long. Mark? That excellent <coughs> Burnaby? Yeah, um, I, I felt for him. Um, it was a good header from Stephen Fletcher. I think it's possibly get in, Paul. Now, had it not been get in, maybe you know, they wouldn't have flagged it up. I think, I think it's get in the goal um, so yeah I think it's harsh but I, I can see why um, it's been given but there's, there's just no consistency there's no consistency in this handball route and, and partly it's because it's down to the personal opinion it's no uh, factual but it, the, the lack of consistency is I think that, that I think it's frustrating um, everybody um, more and more and the time that it's taken to reach a decision but we are new it's taking the guys in the van you know, the, the hub base and, and Bailson, you know, a bit of time to get, to get used to it and that's understandable, but it needs to be quicker. It's ruining the spectator experience. It's mm -hmm. frustrating people. And don't forget, Paul, spectators, the fans, they're paying money. Sure. Paying, particularly the way things are nowadays, they are paying money mm -hmm. 
and they're not getting a proper customer experience and we need to be very mindful of that great point life's hard enough isn't it there's gloom and doom everywhere then it gets booked I mean every handball in the box is a booking as well which again when I look at the Burnley Bay one Mark's got a good point it may be beginning you don't know if Joe Hart can can get to it but anyway he gets booked gets a yellow card Um, I I just listen there needs to be some clarity over this handball because I think every time a ball hits a hand in the penalty yeah. box, mm-hmm. it's going to be given as a, a penalty. And no. do you know what? It's taking away the art of defending as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like defenders, this natural and unnatural position, um, I just don't like it, Paul. And Hart might have saved it, Mark. That's a good point. A few people are coming on there, Mark, and <laughs> yeah. Wishaw saying, yeah, he might have. Here's Ange. Yeah. He had a rant about VAR afterwards. I'm not against VAR. I'm against the way they're using it. They're just using it too much and it's taking too long. That's as simple as that. It's there for a reason. If it's a penalty, I don't know how Bernard, Bernard was supposed to... I don't know what he was supposed to do with his arm there, but it seems to me that it's pretty clear now. It's your arm, irrespective if it's a penalty. Now, I reckon they saw it hit his arm in the first replay. So what are we sitting there for two, three minutes waiting for a decision? You know, and then there's the one with Jacko where they're checking a red card. The referee didn't pay a foul. So, again, you can make a pretty quick assessment. I'm happy. I'm comfortable with that. Just make a quick assessment. Away we go. Let's play football. We're here to, you know, like I said, I, I have no issue with VAR. Use it for the right way. But at the moment, um, you know, I said it last week, it's like a new toy that they want to bring out all the time. And you know what? Because it's somebody that's not at the stadium, they haven't got a feel for the game here. We've got spectators sitting there waiting for, without knowing anything, you know, and I feel for the referee, I feel for the officials out there because, you know, they're caught sort of like deer in the headlights just standing there waiting for somebody miles away to make a decision. Just make a decision and get on with it. I'll, I'll accept that. I think every manager would. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summed up. He's Definitely. nailed it. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. He's nailed it. He's taken account of frustrations, taken account of feeling of the fans, taken account of feeling the ref, the feeling of the VAR. Yeah. He's absolutely nailed it. Just As he said... Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. Just call it. Exactly. Call yeah. it first. What's your gut? Huh? You're looking at a replay. What's your gut? Do you agree with VAR for calling you over or do you not? Yeah. Call it. Call it once or twice. Boom. Let's go on with the game. He's absolutely spot on. And by the way, the good thing about it is that's him after a victory, Paul. That's not him being sour after defeat. Yeah. That's after his mm-hmm. team's won in dramatic circumstances with two last minute goals yeah. and he's still calling it absolutely spot on. Yeah, if they want to give a penalty, give the penalty, sure. bang, done 30 seconds. The score, the miss, you go on with the game. Too long, three and a half minutes. It's like the health and safety brigade, isn't it? Let's check everything, triple check. These people are getting too involved. The yeah. virus assistance. And he's saying that, right? If you want to give a penalty, penalty like, give yeah, it. I, I've it. been saying a lot yeah. for a while now. I'm sure Mark agrees with me. See, now you go into a penalty box. See if I can't get the ball crossed. I'm just flicking it up and trying to sure. hand it off yep. a player's an opposition. Cynically. Hand. Yeah. Yep. What about the Craig Civil? I mean, he touched on it there, the foul on Gikamakis. It looked like it. The referee, though, gave nothing. Anything on that? I think that was one that got away. I, you know, again, it could, it could have been, again, that's one, you know, you debate. So if we're having to debate it and you're having to look at it 10 times, does that mean it is a straight red? Probably not. You know, so, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and likewise, I know, I know we'll get on to it at the Motherwell Hearts game, but I've got the same opinion about, about um, uh, Grant's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. tackle as well. The referee has decided there and then it's a straight red. Now, if we have to look at it 10 or 15 or 20 times to try, do you know what, that, that might be red or it might be, then stick with the original decision. Right, I'm with you. You know what I mean? So just, just now some might say, you might think it's a yellow, I might yeah. think it's a red. It's one of those ones that's probably an orange. Yeah. But whatever the original decision is, stick with it. Because if we need to watch it 20 times sure. and take three minutes, yeah. don't overrule because therefore it can't be clear and obvious error. Barry, you, I, we, I can't we all disagree. Agree. Yeah. 
I can't disagree with what Mark's um, saying, but what I will say is an orange card. <laughs> you voting for that one? Uh, Barry, what about the George Grant, the Hearts situation? Yeah, well, yeah, again, yellow. it's one of the ones yeah. he's flying into a tackle, he studs yeah. a slight up a wee bit. Yellow. Yeah, honestly, the, the player's not been hurt. Mm-hmm. The player's jumped back up. Listen, is it a bit forceful? Yeah, but it's just a player trying to go and and win the ball and for me I don't think it's a red card okay. I don't Friday night Duke Aberdeen penalty David Marshall went down for it player goes down oh, shocking decision yeah. it's never a penalty so why did they watch it and watch well, again, it that's far again, again. Yeah. that's far again the referees called it right I think it might have been David Monroe was the referee he's called it right mm-hmm. in live time and another great point that Ange Postacoglu makes is you need to have a feel for being in the stadium, for being in the run of play, to know how the games are going, to know if there's anything going on between the players on, sure. on the pitch. Another thing again, I'll go back to it, and we've said it in this show time after time after time, get an ex-professional in the van. See if we're going to use VAR this often, get an ex-professional in there for guidance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If we want to help get to the right decisions, and we're not getting enough right decisions at the moment, get an ex-professional in, not to make the decision, but to offer a bit of guidance from a player's perspective. Common let, sense. Let the referee yeah. ref a game. See if they're unsure, then they can ask a question. Or VAR can come through and say, listen, you've got that totally wrong. We need to go and have a look at that. But let them referee. Like the Aberdeen situation with the Hibs. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not giving it. Similar to um, the Giacomacchus one, let, let's the, the, the play go on. Um, just let them referee it. I think VAR are getting too involved in it. Are the refs getting kind of bullied, Mark, by the, the system? I know it's new. Yeah. I mean, the chief executive of the SFA did say they would, this would take some... Problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they're, 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 there's, there's fear that they make Aye. a real... You know, but... So, let's take Tony Watt two weeks ago. Yeah. John Beaton calls it right in live time. Calls it right. He's then got VAR saying, no, I think you better take a second look at this, John. John goes over to the monitor and there's a fear that he's maybe not seen something right, that there's there's two or three people in the van that are saying, no, John, take that. And he's always saying, ooh. And now again, you've got an ex-player in there. Without a bias towards any team could help call that. Because we could all see it. Yeah. Every ex-player said it's never a red card. Mm-hmm. Tony Watts tried to pull away from it. So you look at the, the body shape, everything. But John Beaton's got that fear. Week two of that. Oh, right, okay. And that that's wrong. Because the most important, or the, the, the biggest arbitrator of the decision should be the man on the park with the whistle, mm. not the guy in the van. So do you want to have the courage of your convictions mm. and stick by it? Because there's John Beaton, ends yep, up making sure. that red, and then that's overturned with the benefit of what looking at the van pictures that, that he'd have looked at yeah, at the weekend. What worries me is John Beaton thinks it's a red. Aye. Yeah. Can over to the TV screen, yeah. where clearly you can see in a number of angles that Tony Watt has actually pulled his foot out. So that worries me that John's mm-hmm. done gave the right decision the first time. When play's gone on, he's been over to the TV monitor and oh, then sure. he's given a, a red. Jimmy's been on in the socials. He says at the Celtic game, right at the end, Abada. And what about that goal? The way they just chipped it over the keeper right at the end. But again, fans had to wait for another couple of minutes in the 97th minute, 98th minute. They're going for the buses and... Transport's bad enough, Barry. Yeah, well, <laughs> games are going to go on. Like, they're not going to finish at quarter to five, ten no, or five. They're going to finish about quarter past five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other one, I don't know if we're touching it, Paul. Craig Gordon. Yes. A book. Let's do that now. Yeah, so Craig Gordon's already got a booking. The ball comes through. It's a, a, a penalty. Card. Why was it not given? Yeah, well, Barry's point, 
Bernie Bay gets booked for something. Okay, maybe yeah. the laws are peril, but it's not deliberate. He, he, I mean, he doesn't know what's going on where the ball is. He gets a yellow card. Craig Gordon takes it. Van Veen, I can't remember. Takes over it is. Takes yeah. him out of the game. Knows what he's doing. He just got split second time. But, but doesn't he get a second yet? And the Kevin Clancy, the match referee. And I like Kevin. I think he's a really good referee. One of our best ones. That's a major boo-boo. Yeah. You know, Craig Gordon, all right, he's a legend, yeah. Scotland goalie, <laughs> exactly. however, by the letter yeah. of the law, that was sure. at least yeah. a yellow card and he should have been off the yeah, park. They've got away with one there. It's a definite... Uh, listen, I don't like to see players getting sent off, but Craig's already on a, a yellow. He takes a muddle player. Muddle will get a penalty and he doesn't get booked. And you know you were saying about ex-professionals, most people would be fair. Do you not think? I mean, I know Chris Boyd always, immediately, I think it's almost like a pantomime villi, yeah. uh, villain. He always goes, oh, you know, decision with the Rangers. Yep. He, he does immediately. And that's part of just the way he is, I think, to wind people up. But in general, do you not think that most would be objective? Yeah, they, well, for the, the, the professional reputation would be yeah. on the line. So see if they were... Uh, you just wouldn't be asked back. Yeah. You know, whether you're sure. in, in a VAR. So yeah, look... Uh, by the way, if Chris and, was... And, and if he, down, so okay, if, Chris knows the game. Exactly. Chris and, knows the game. If, if he was in, Chris VAR, is in exactly, VAR, you yeah. know... You take it'd, my it'd point. Be, yeah. He'd, he'd be 100% down the middle. I've absolutely no doubt about that. But they're asking for it down the road as well. Mm. In England, just give... What we want to do is try and get to the best... Or sorry, try and get to the right decision as quickly as possible. And we're not doing enough of that in both counts. But and okay, you might argue, oh, bringing an ex-professional that's going to take longer to take his opinion. Okay, okay, but you, you might only use the ex-professional once in three games. Yeah. But he's given a bit of guidance. You know, he's got like no, the Tony Watt yeah. is a classic example. Yeah. Not, not, not. Why is that not a red card, Barry? Because he's trying to pull away. Sure. Yeah. John Beaton, go with your gut instinct. Your gun. When you're seeing it live, you're eight yards away. You're not watching them on. You're eight yards yeah. away live. You know that's not a red card. Stick to your guns. Barry called for this last year before VAR came in in Scotland. Bringing it back to Celtic in the 4-2 win, because I think, is that is that everything? Have we checked everything? The final one is yep. Ange Postacoglu said it's hard. it was hard to get a rhythm going on Saturday, I think, because of a lot of the VAR stoppages. I got really frustrated, especially in the first half. I just thought, you know, there was, we couldn't get any rhythm in the game at all. It just We seemed to be standing around for an eternity. You know, people well know that that's our football. We want to play, you know, up-tempo. We want to get into a rhythm. And, you know, when that's taken out of your hands, it's just, you know, I feel for the players in that situation because we want to get going. And I just don't think it makes for a great spectacle. But again, the good thing is that, you know, the, the players didn't get too frustrated. Obviously, you know, they get their second goal. And, you know, we had chances before that to, to sort of put them away. But, you know, we got the right response when we needed it. They keep going. But you can tell, Paul, I haven't listened to that second clip, that he is so brassed off. You know, he really is. And it's a great point. I mean, it's players standing about. You know, and you probably flip it back to Wednesday in the Bernabeu the two decisions that Celtic got against him I don't think I think the first one from Jens is a clear penalty kick the second one for Riley's no but so that frustration I think has been building um, from him too and then you know it is a great point players standing yeah. about for minutes on end you're losing a rhythm you're taking away the spectator experience that should be there see, see as a former player it used to frustrate me when a player get injured Bad injury, the physio come on talking three, four, five minutes. You had to go and do a warm-up. Now this is happening three, four times in a game due to VAR. It's no good for the players either. What do you think? Give us a call. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Quick break and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. We will keep you right up to date with the traffic and travel and also the news at six with Sophie. 
It's the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Do you know, we've also teamed up with our friends at Glasgow Taxis to give you the chance to win your share of £15,000 cash by listening in for our secret song. Each weekday, 8 o'clock, Go Breakfast Show with Crofty and Grado. They'll reveal the secret song and the cash amount up for the grabs for that day. For your chance to win, stay tuned to us here on Go Radio, the no-repeat workday between 9am and 5, and listen out for the secret song. When you hear the song, play us and call us on 0808 17 17 700 and you get straight through to Barry. No, one lucky winner will be chosen at random to win the cash amount for that day. So there you are, the secret song. The guys were talking about both of you this morning on the show, of course. Yeah, oh, they, they saw Mark just you know covering the game as he does yesterday at uh, McDermott Park, so they spotted the big in there. Yep. His new jacket. <laughs> new jacket, very yeah. smart, yeah. Game's been good to you, Mark Goody. Yeah, but it has. Right. has. It'd be fair, he was looking, looking the part. Big bouncer there in the very much Head of <laughs> steady. Right, at the weekend, uh, you all know the story. It started back on Friday night, Aberdeen a 4 1 win over Hebs. Kilmarnock were two up against Livy, ended up 3 2 to Livingston. Celtic 4, Dundee United 2. St Mirren losing at Ross County 3 2 to Malky Mackay's team. St Johnson won uh, 2. Rangers 1, St Johnson winning 2-1 and then Hearts 3, Motherwell 2 that will pain our next caller Stephen Reside on the line, hi Stephen I'm ok, how you doing guys? You yeah, I, we're fine what about you? Um, well, I nearly said I'm ok at the start but I don't think I am, I think we, <laughs> yeah. we should have managed, uh, we should have managed uh, the game better against 10 men, I think that's a gripe for me um, I feel that we forced it a lot, I don't think Kevin Van Veen is mobile enough. Mm-hmm. We needed somebody to run in behind, stretch a heart of defence. You look at a lot of his goals this season, a lot of them have been penalty kicks. I think only two or three of them came through open play. Um, so it's a problem for us that we need to address in January. Um, I'm seeing people online mm-hmm. saying that we need to start asking questions of Hamo. I don't, I don't agree with that at the minute. I think if you look at the signings he's brought in, Matt Penny's the best left back that we've had since he played. Stuart McKenzie's just one player of the month and we've not been able to get all him fit but we need him on yesterday to change the game for this yep. so I think in these January um, we do need players in that is for sure but the players need to take the buck for yesterday when you're playing against 10 men you move the ball side to side get their shape moving across the pitch wait for the moment and then you exploit we, we forced it too much and we somehow managed to leave ourselves open to a counter attack against 10 men which I don't mm. under, understand Barry, and it was for such a big part of the game as well that Hearts were down to 10 men. Yeah, I mean, Muddle obviously get the, the equaliser yeah. to each. I mean, he's maybe thinking at that stage then he can go for it a wee bit, but understand um, he'll be disappointed losing um, the, the three points. For me, I know he just says there about Stephen Hamill coming under a bit of criticism. Mm. I mean, come on now, he's just got the job. I think give him more time I think in time he will be um, a very good model manager he's got January coming up there is a few players that obviously he'll have his eye on um, to bring in his, his own players but in terms of model losing that, that game yesterday listen he'll be livid but again we spoke about one of the decisions yeah Craig Gordon he's already booked for me he's got to have a a second yellow card but Muddle when they get back to, to, to each have got to see that, that game out at least to bring back to Muddle um, one point Stephen what did you feel about the when you saw the Craig Gordon the penalty and he stayed on 
Well, he's got a goal, hasn't he? But that just highlights how inept the officials are in this country. And let's be honest, there there's decisions every week that we're looking at, and it's not as if it's anything new. To so I'm not surprised. But listen, we can't sit and look yeah. at refereeing decisions as to why we lost that game yesterday. That we're playing against ten men, we should win that game, um, and and we've not we've not come away with anything. And it means you're on the 16 points, Mark Guidi coming in here, and Hearts went on to 20. Yeah, I mean, you, you can understand um, Stephen's frustration and every other Motherwell supporter, and Stephen Hamill watching his interview on, on sports scene uh, last night. But I mean, I get just to address the, you know, the, the online stuff about about uh, Stephen Hamill. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it is ridiculous. Paul, I mean, it is um, right. Stephen. I mean, the, the guy's been the job seven or eight weeks. You know, give him a chat. I mean, it's. It's, it's doing the rounds down south as, as well about Graham Potter at Chelsea you know you think I mean yeah. for goodness sake just take a breath these people online if that's the case they'd be wanting to change managers seven eight times sure. a season every time you lose a game and to be fair Stephen manager agrees with you yeah, it's yeah. too early yeah, yeah I mean it's far too you know, you know I think every manager unless it's an absolute disaster should be given three windows Paul you know you, you look at the situation that, that Stephen Hamill um, inherited you're not, you're not going to fix that in six or seven games. You're not going to fi- fix that in one transfer window. And even then, he'd maybe what a week in the a week in the job, you know, you know sort of thing. So, look, it, it's wrong. But um, anyway, the points that Stephen does make uh, in terms of Motherwell, yeah, I mean, Hearts down to ten men after what half an hour or so. Yeah. Motherwell should be better. You've got to keep calm. You've got to stay composed. Don't chase it. Just do what comes naturally, as he said. Take them side to side, tire them out. So it was a sore one, but Hearts should have been down to nine men. They should have been down to nine men. Craig, Craig Gordon should have got a second yellow. But maybe from Mullow's point of view, when they get that, that equaliser, it's, I think it was 79, 80 minutes, then they're maybe thinking, right, you know what, we can go and get this this winner. But again, sometimes when you play against 10 men, sitting and trying to hit you in the counter-attack, yeah. Mullow probably a wee bit wide open, but I think Mullow will be fine this year. I'm just looking at the table just now, they're three points outside the, the top six. I think January is a big one for Stevie Hamill, but I'm sure... He'll have his eyes on a number of people or players he'll, he'll want to bring in. But I, I think St Johnson, eh, sorry, Mother will be it's fine this year. They'll be fighting to get in that top six. And Stephen, you've got Celtic coming on Wednesday night. How are you feeling about that one? Oh, God, I'm glad I'm no player, let me be honest. They're unstoppable a wee bit at the moment. You see, for me, you look at the games that they've won, they turn it around at Tynecastle, they did it at St Johnston. And then they did it at the weekend against Dundee United games that they could easily drop points for the going and they're getting results. That's the mark of their team that's going to win the league. Um, so I don't think that the marker for us is games against Celtic. It's important, no. though, that we do end it before the World Cup with, with something against St Johnson on sure. Saturday. That's, to me, that's the one that I'm looking at. Celtic's just a free hit, but really... Expecting nothing from it. And how do you think Hearts will do going to Ibrox? Uh, I think any game's a dodgy game for Rangers at the minute. Do you? Yeah. I think they look, they, look, they look like a team that's devoid of an identity. They seem to just want to get the ball and cross it into the box yesterday. Even when they put an extra striker on, they were still putting crosses into the box. Why not try something different and go through the middle? You just put Manelos on. Listen, know that I'm caring that Rangers drop points. Yeah. But... Surely if you're a Rangers fan, you're looking at it and you're asking me questions. Um, and I think that once fans start to ask questions of a manager, you see with Graham Alexander, it's very, very difficult for them then to turn that around. And I think it's only a matter of time. 
I know he's bad his mate, he won't let like kill me say this before Giovanni Van Bronckhorst is out the door. Barry, he's saying he's your he's your pal, Giovanni, but you've you yeah, have, he's a, he's you've been critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, uh, I've been constructive in that, but I, look, I agree with what Stephen says there. In the final third, the, the lack of spark, the lack of a bit of creativity, there's no doubt about that. That, that was evident yesterday. They had a lot of ball possession the first half hour. But again, I just think it was lethargic. There was players taking four, five, six touches. We take a touch pass. It moves St. Johnson about a bit more. Um, but when they get in that final third, it's the final ball, the final pass. Just isn't working for Rangers just now. But in terms of Gio, Gio knows himself. If he doesn't get results, he's under severe pressure. And that's what's happening at this moment in time. And back to Motherwell, Stephen Louis Moult. Is that him? Off the mark now getting goals. It's taken a wee bit of time. Yeah, it was a penalty. I think what's yep. important for Louis is now that he gets a run of games and just manages to stay fit for a long period of time. I think since he's left us, that's been a problem for him. So he'll be looking to do that. And I've got no doubt that if he does get fit and gets a run of games, he'll definitely contribute. And as I said earlier, Hamill's signings, they've been good signings. Penny's done well, McKenzie's done well. Moult showed glimpses, but we've not seen nothing because of injury. So... I'm very confident that in January he'll have targets identified and we'll sort out the, uh, the problems, which to me, they now are three positions. I think we need a new winger. Connor Shield doesn't do it. We need another goal threat up front and I would like to see his bring in a centre-half. They're the positions that we, we need to sort. Great point, Stephen. Good to hear you. We'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thanks very much, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Reside calling. He talks, he talks great sense, Mark, doesn't he, about Motherwell? He was right about a lot of the wrongs last season. Yeah. And he gets frustrated. Louis Moult did so well. The fans love him. Yeah. I mean, he, well, I mean you know, Motherwell's uh, Stephen's specialised subject and, yeah, and he knows indeed. it um, inside out. He cares about the, the club. You can see that. And, you know, what he says about them uh, is spot on. But I think what you've got to remember, whether you're a Motherwell supporter or most supporters of a club's, it's managers know what they need as well he's talking about we need to get somebody that can go in behind with a bit of pace and can turn defenders and they're hard to find Paul you know number nine they cost I, I, money so, aye, they cost such money a and, they, and again I say this with the greatest respect a lot of them, if they were that good they wouldn't be at Motherwell sure. so it, they're, they're, it's so hard to find and sometimes if again if all you can get is a Kevin Van Vinten then go with because he's actually effective yeah it'd be great to have a different option to bring on or, or whatever but if Kevin Van Veen's a strength to play up front, then then that's it. And, it, and it's going no too badly with the likes of Kevin Van Veen. But it's not hard to find that alternative that's going to come in and rip it up. Actually, I should have See, said one of the problems, strike. by the way, I've got yeah. uh-huh. is people will look forward to going to third part and playing in that surface. Mm-hmm. And that's not good news? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just They'll going to play football. Yeah, in sure. the past, yeah. you would think to third part and think to yourself, hmm. It's going to be one of these ones where it's back to front. Ball's going slope, to be, yeah, yeah. The pitch was never great, but sure. now for me, it's probably the best pitch. It's a bowling about. Yeah. So teams will love see like Celtic going there on Wednesday night. They'll be rubbing their hands, thinking brilliant surface to go and play your football on. We're going to preview these games because there's games, remember, tomorrow night and Wednesday as well. I was going to finish this hour with the two managers, uh, a tale of uh, two teams in the big city. It's great pride because, as I said, set out. Right from day one to be that kind of team. Sometimes it doesn't get noticed because we, you know, we'll score late goals when we're already up. It, as you said, it's 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 part of this team. It's part of its DNA that they will keep going to the last minute, irrespective of the score. Obviously, you know, when it's a situation like today, 
you know, it's highlighted even more. But, you know, there isn't a game that we play that we don't go to right to the final minute. And Celtic dead and they went seven points clear and that's how they stayed. No, of course, if you draw points, it's uh, it's, it's always disappointed. And, uh, you know, against home Livingston, we lost two points. Today we lost three points. So that's five points in... in, in uh, in three league games, that's too much, and that's uh, obviously people are not happy, and uh, we are we aren't happy as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, what it is at the moment. We're looking into this in hour two with Barry and Mark. The news is coming up next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. We're just 24 hours away from more games in the Singe Premiership. Hebs against Ross County tomorrow night. Livingston up against Aberdeen. And then Wednesday, it's relentless. Dundee United against Kilmarnock. Motherwell against Celtic. Rangers against Hearts. St Mirren against St Johnson. And all the talk about what's happening at Rangers after that defeat at the weekend and Barry you know you said before the games when we came out of the Champions League Rangers had to win all of the games coming this week that's one of them down and they haven't won so the next two there can be no slippage oh, well you asked me that on Friday night and I said absolutely no chance <laughs> yeah. it's got to be nine points um, listen it's unthinkable dropping any points in, in Wednesday night Paul I, I'm not even looking to the to the weekend the one at Ibrox Wednesday night against Hearts um is a, a must three points or Mark would they change the manager a lot of the fans are calling for it we know we live in an age where you know you're only a couple of games away from yeah. at the big two or I, I, major I, clubs are changed what do you feel I think if they were going to change it before the World Cup break Rangers would have pulled the trigger this morning so that suggests to me that, that they'll, they'll, they'll go on and even if Giovanni wins the two games at home Hearts and away to St Mirren I think they'll still be a, a, a serious uh, sit down uh, about the future and the direction of the club under the current um, manager um, at the moment Paul the only argument that, that you've got I think for Rangers is the title you know is still in their own hands they're only seven points behind I say yeah. only but that would mean they'd have to win the three old firm games and in the current way that, that's not going to happen and 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 by the way you win every other game in Celtic so at, at the moment you know Celtic are I would say odds on by a distance to go and retain the title you know absolutely I can't see Celtic not winning it Paul Barry what would you say? He, he puts it across um, in terms of Celtic need to lose three games can I, can I honestly see that happening? My honest opinion no I, I, I can't but you, you, you can never give in Paul it's, it's only seven points you're still um, you're going into the second week in November. You've got to still have that mindset that you, you can catch them. But losing the five points over the last week, um, two against Livingston and three against St. Johnson, it's, it's making it even harder now for, for Rangers. You need to rely on Celtic having a slip-up 
will it happen? Very doubtful. But in saying that, a few weeks back they did. It's at St. Man. Deserve to win that that game, but if you're not, that's my honest opinion. Is Celtic going to lose three games at this moment in time? In current form, doesn't look like it. So it would be Celtic's title. No, it's not Celtic's title yet, um, but it's going to be difficult for Rangers to claw that back. They they need to hope that Celtic hit a, a brick wall. Um, but first and foremost, Rangers need to take care of what's happening there, and that's starting winning games, and that starts on Wednesday night, Paul. Here's what GVB said after the 2-1 defeat against St. Johnson. Well, disappointed, of course. 2-1 defeat is always, you know, difficult to take. Said before the game, you know, you have to start well these games. I think we started excellent the first 30 minutes. I think the first 30 minutes you can already uh, decide this game with all the chances we had. I think we had uh, the bar twice, chances to, to go up front and, and even score more goals. You know, we didn't do that. We got a goal against. And of course, you know, it, it gives them only strength. You try to uh, continue your play in the second half. If you concede a second goal like that, I think we shot ourselves in the foot today. But in the end, you know, we tried hard to, to get more goals. We only scored uh, once, but, you know, especially in the end, you know, I think we missed the aggression in the box. You know, we had many crosses, but I don't think we touched the ball first. The second ball, they, they, they cleared. You know, we never had it. In those moments, it was very, very difficult for us. Where do we take it from there? What do you think for tomorrow night? Mark, what do you feel what he's saying? I mean, the two strikers on for a while, but you yeah. know, what, can, what can we say about Morelos? Um, well, what, what I'll say about Morelos is that uh, I would sell him in January, Paul, just take the, the highest bid that comes in and move on. I think it's time for a part yeah. of the ways. You know, I think it's, well, again, whether it's Giovanni or any other new head coach now, I think that you need to cut ties to really move on. Um, and for, for Alfredo Morelos, I think now you can tell for him he needs to move on. Where he goes, I don't know. I'm not quite sure he'll have the options that he thinks that he's going to have because he's not hit that level um, for a long time. Uh, if it was two years ago, I think he'd have really good options and Rangers could get really good money. But he's entering the last five months of his contract. Um, listen, if somebody gives you two million quid, a championship club down the road or something like that, I think you take it, cut your ties, move on and go and find the next Alfredo Morelos. That's a challenge to Ross Wilson. Go and find your next guy, a million or two million and try and sell him for 10, 12 uh, 15, two years down the line. Barry, you would then need another striker or can he turn it round? Morelos. Morelos. No, I, I think it's getting to a stage now where it's it's better for both parties. Um, and not just Morelos, a, a few players. I think there's 10 or so players um, out of contract in the summer or ending of their, their loan. So for me, it looks to me if it's going to be a, a, a bit of a rebuild um, at Rangers. Mark just, I mean, it's, Mark just says there, a couple of million pounds now. You're talking six, nine months ago. Yeah. You're looking for 15 million pounds. Why let players go into the final year of their contract in the summer? It was either, hey, you, you're signing. Or are you going the same with Kent because they were worth millions now come January what are you going to get for them if they want to go Mark's saying £2 million I don't know if you'll get that for Morelos or Kent I really don't so I think it's bad management Mark what are the players do you think then in January because Barry is saying as most Rangers fans will say they can't afford to lose any more points they don't think Celtic are going to lose points so it'll come down that, to the big two you know why I'm other. saying that because you've yeah. got to have that mindset that Celtic ain't yeah. going to yeah. mess up sure. yep. out with the old firm games there's three old firm games left um, 
But at this moment in time, Rangers can't think about what Celtic are doing. They've got to get back to winning ways, Paul, on Wednesday night. I mean, that, that, that's unthinkable to me that they drop any more points. Is there anyone coming back that they can? What they're going to do for Wednesday? Oh, you mean you've got, you've got, you know, oh, sorry, in, in the immediate, yeah, in, should, in, no, in I, the short term. No, I mean no. Connor Goldson's after the World after Cup. After the World Cup, Hadji's, yep. you know, probably after the the World Cup. Um, Lawrence, but, L- Lawrence, yeah, Jack is after Lawrence. This. Yeah, it's a shame, and he Yilmaz. is one guy. Yilmaz yeah. as well, you know. Yilmaz started to to look the part. I thought, yeah, you can see why they've brought him to the club. Lawrence has, has always been. Um, Quality, so look, you can and, and losing goals and so that yep. like, you have been unlucky, Renji, but that's why you've a big squad. Sure. Paul, you've got to, you know, and and the backups that coming in should have been better. You've lost John Suter; he's only played two games for the club. Um, it's not going to happen, is it? But no, the, the way I would look at Rangers right now, Paul, is is there anybody there that you would say under no circumstances do you sell him? I can't think of one at really? the moment that you would say, oh no, absolutely. Not, do not under any circumstances let that guy go I think if any decent bids come in for any of the guys at, at, at the club and I'm not counting Alan McGregor or Steve Davis here you know sure. at that but you know yeah. you're, any guys I'm thinking you know your Barisic 30 he's about to turn 30 Ryan Kent 26 Morelos would you cut your losses in a guy like like Matondo what's happening with Ryan Jack mm-hmm. as well Ryan Jack's yeah. out of contract mm-hmm. um, in May Another really important player for the club, guy who I thought that was, you know, the next captain of the club, um, Ryan Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. I really did. A couple Paul. of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Barry, um, you love him as well. Yeah, Ryan Jack. Yeah, you, you miss his yeah. bite. That that's something that Rangers are missing someday. But he's a good character. He looks to me. He's one of the ones he'll no mess about on the pitch. If somebody's no doing their job, he he'll let them know, which I think's um, severely lacking in the Rangers team since. Golson and Ryan Jack have come out at um, I don't see people digging one another out sometimes. I'm not talking about going and having a mass argument but you've got to let them know this is no good enough and, and get a reaction mm-hmm. off your, your teammate and, and sometimes they'll agree with you other times they'll have a, a pop yeah. back but then they'll go and do something about it that, that's what yeah. I used to do to the, the players look yeah. they would be annoyed at me but you know what I've done it for a reason to get a reaction off them I don't see that that Leadership. happening yeah, and when sure. I'll go back to the game yesterday when Tavernier mm-hmm. pops up with that, that equaliser 74 minutes now what was our four minutes at injury yeah, time added, yeah. right so there's 20 minutes and apart from Lundstrom's strike from 30 yards yeah. I never felt that any stage at Rangers were, were going to get that equaliser and yet listen and that's to me think yeah. that's me sitting watching my team try and get something back from a game I never felt um, at any stage after that in that 20 minute period that Rangers were going to get something out of the game It was 2-1 and a few minutes ago you said when Celtic went to 2-2 with just a few yeah, minutes ago I, do you know what you I was doing I was talking them. about the, yeah. the family room yeah. and I popped yeah. up 87 minutes I was like yeah. oh here we go yeah. but then I, yeah. straight away I was like listen there's a real chance that they're going to yeah. They're going to come back into it, and you know what? That that's no that's no be fluke that. No. And that's what do the you know manager. What? That, that's yeah. a reaction mm-hmm. they get and think to herself here. We're not dropping two points here at Celtic Park. We need to do something about this. And they're going bad defending for Dundee United for the third goal. Yeah. But listen, they still show a reaction. That's what I'm not seeing at this moment in time at, at Rangers. See a lot. Of the di- I'm writing down some of the names that you've said, Barry and Mark. So Yilmaz, this, these are the ones that you'd still want involved. Correct me if I'm wrong, Yilmaz, Jack, Goldson, 
and Hadji. We didn't mention Hadji. But he, he, injured, he, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm looking at the ones that might come back. The ones that I'm, I'm looking in a column just now that could go tomorrow or January. Morelos, Roof. It's just not happened for Roof, has it? We yeah. haven't mentioned him yet. Kent, you both did. Suter, it just hasn't happened. He's had injuries. Uh, Matondo, again, no. Those are the ones Matondo, so far. Kim, you know, yeah. guys that you can maybe just go and get a couple of quid for, Paul. Yeah. Kamara. Well, there's always speculation that this club and that club is interested. Well, do you know what? I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's a really good player. But I think the time is really there. I think the whole thing needs freshened up. Yeah. James Tavernier, has he peaked? Has he peaked? Maybe. Barry. Maybe he has, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but I'm, I'm just wondering, sure. does it, yeah. does it, the whole thing needs... Because you look at it, I mean, there was a great start. Was it Giovanni's first or second game in Europe in the Champions League this season? The starting eleven were all Steven Gerrard players, players that he'd inherited. Can't remember what game it was. Remember that I was at Anfield, whatever it was. Yeah. But I'm just wondering. Yeah. You know, I think you would. I, th- I would look at every player closely, and this is where Ross Wilson and the recruitment department have got to be creative. They've got to be on it. They've got to challenge. Ross Wilson has got to challenge himself and challenge his staff to say, "Find me better than what we have," because what we have, for whatever reason, isn't good enough. It's easy to say that. It does need freshened up, but do you know what that that costs you money? Wonder. Is the money yep. going to be there to go and do that? Are you going to get money for these ten out of, no no all of the ten are out of contract because they're loans, some of them. Sure. Yep. But you're going to get money back in for these guys. And uh, in, in January you're going to, I mean, as you're saying about it's the two jump out of me and Morellis and Kent, who were the big players who commanded big fees. But now, in seven weeks' time, yep. they're free to sign wherever they want. Mm. They can pick up the wages till May. Nine months ago, yeah. Paul, or even six months ago in the summer, you could have got at least a right few quid for both of them. Well, it's bad management. Yeah, I, I said that five minutes ago. Yeah, I'm agreeing. It's bad management. They I'm... landed lucky last year with Conor Goldson because mm. it looked to, to me yeah. if he was going to be on the way out, but he decided to, to stay. Um but were they two, what are you going to get? I mean, they're in control now, the players. Yeah. Clubs can come in and say, there's half a million quid. Mm-hmm. The player, the, the club might say, right, we need to take it. The player might say, right, no, I'm, I'm not going anywhere because he might get that on top of his contract come the summer. Mm-hmm. Here's the two managers. Here's the contrast. We're talking about you know, Rangers. Where was the urgency coming from? 2-1 down, still no aggression. No, no aggression, no urgency. That's the worry for um, Gio. Here's Ange Postacoglu speaking about the late goals, two of them right at the end. I think people realise now those things don't happen by chance. We've done it, you know, whenever we've needed to do it. And it's just credit to the players, you know, they just don't, they don't give up. Uh, Dare I say, they don't stop. It's something that, you know, we we kind of instilled in them from day one and they've embraced it. And, um, yeah, for them, there's no lost cause. You know, the ball went in, it's too all. You're looking at the clock. There's never doubt in in our minds that, you know, we would go out there and try and get the goals we needed and uh, as a credit to the players, they did that. No lost causes. No, and another thing, we're, we're talking there about the you know the, the, the Rangers squad and you know, potential ins and outs and, and market value. And you do need to look at the management side of it apart from the coaching side because a Kent and a Morelos, now combined, you're probably talking two windows ago, Barry, you've talked about minimum 30, 30 million quid for the two of them. Minimum, you know, combined mm-hmm. 30 million quid. You know, again, you look at it across the city. Celtic get it right. Let, let's, you know, we're always talking about oh, when Yama and, and yeah. 
Dembele. Mm. What about Frimpong? Ten it's, million for him. Ayer, twelve, fourteen million um, for him. You know, guys that, that you kind of forget about. They're one of the right. headline yeah. ones, but they're just boom out they go, and you're getting lots of right good money. Edward last year his deal right away you go eighteen million. Mm. You're away to Crystal Palace. So you look at that. Another thing now with Celtic, you probably say there are a couple of years. I'd say there are a couple of years ahead of Rangers when you look at because see if they wanted to, if Celtic need. Let's say Ange Postecoglou says to the board, we need to raise fifty million quid. I can bring in seven or eight players for fifty million quid. What are we going to do? I'm going to sell three players and I'll get here. I'll choose the three: O'Reilly, Jota, and Carter Vickers. I think we can lose those three, but I can get fifty million and to go and rebuild what I think we need to do. Or he could go and say, Abada, Jackamakis, and Kyogo. I think I'm get fi-. that. That's yeah. that's the situation that Celtic have created as well through the manager and 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 through the market value that they create uh, in the players. And again, that puts them at the moment streets ahead of Rangers. Yeah, I'm just thinking about what Mark says there about two transfer windows ago in between 20 and 30 million for both of them in the summer slightly less what you're talking 50, in between 15 and 20 maybe for the for the two of them yeah. seven weeks you, you're lucky if you would get a million pound yeah. each million and a half pound because the, the buying club's in control yeah. of course yeah. yeah, they're in control of the situation yeah. Mark, you've made a great point there as well about, let's say, Abada, for example. It shows you bringing in Haksabanovic. And he's not Abada. Uh, sorry, he's not Jota. No, but it's no an option. Mean, yeah. But it gives, it takes some pressure off him, gives him some time on the bench and then the impact <laughs> they make when they make the changes. Uh, James, Jimmy's doesn't, doesn't, on. Yeah. James doesn't like me saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows you, Mark, isn't it? They have done really well, Celtic, they've, in the transfer again, market. They've, yeah. they've created big yeah. assets, Paul. Yeah. They've created big assets. They've created yeah. a, a trust in the market where, if, if, you know, if the manager says... Okay, it's time for whatever reason. Again, I'm not saying they're bad players, but the the, the time is now. Because I don't think he's going to get any. I don't think his market value is going to get any higher. Boom! Out you go, and the next one's ready to come in. There's a trust there with Postecoglou that he's a couple of windows ahead, and as a business, there are a couple of windows ahead. That's a great thing. But to yeah, have. I think he wouldn't let them go. And I think come the summer, if somebody right. comes in with bids summer, for yeah. a Jota or a Carter Vickers, they would be prepared to sell them, I think, for, for big money. And they would get big money because two of them have been probably the standout players for Celtic. Um, but then behind that, as you always have a backup mm-hmm. plan of who you would go and identify to bring in and replace them. Celtic made a massive change in the summer before last bringing in Ange Postacoglu and of course that's a year ago that Eddie Howe went to Newcastle and he has done well so the Eddie Howe project could have been another one but it could have been a successful one for Rangers fans they're listening we're getting messages coming in saying Rangers need a complete rebuild they need it behind the scenes the management as well and also the the football department of course and Douglas Park and co did really well Bailing them out, helping them, took it, took them to the title. It's what less than eighteen months ago. But who's the sellable it's... assets in the Rangers team at this moment in time? Dun Brown in the summer yeah. for Bassey, twenty-two yeah. Yeah. million, sure. ten, uh, 10 million for Arebo. January Patterson. twelve million for for Parson. But yeah. now, where's the the assets in the Rangers squad at this moment in time? I know. Maybe a Cholak, if he keeps scoring goals, he could go somewhere down south. I'm just thinking, there's yeah. not Ryan Kent, we would have said, but no, yeah, that's, you, that's you would have he's said, gone but now. now they are yeah, he's seven gone. weeks. The assets, gone. Sure. the assets away. That, that, the, the, the ship has sailed. 
yeah. for both him and Morelos. Gilmaz was five million, so it's far too early. He's only played. Not played know, enough football. Exactly. And yeah. listen, he's Connor by all accounts, he's, he's took a, a sore one so with his hamstring. Yeah. He's going about for a, a period of time. Right. The calls are coming in and lots of messages on the socials. 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's Let's go back on the lines, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. James is on from Governor Rangers fan. Good evening, James. How you doing? Yeah, we're okay. Barry's here, Mark as well. James, what about that yesterday? Could you believe it? Absolute crap. Unbelievable. I'll tell you what, the point I want to make is the words on my lips and on every single Rangers fan's lips is we don't have a Barry Ferguson. We've not had a Barry Ferguson since Barry Ferguson left. And what I saw, what I saw Lundstrom running all the way up the park and letting the ball just leave him. And he never attempted to get it back. Feel that Barry would have had come in and told him, what the F are you doing? But I know that. I remember Graham Soonis saying he didn't need any half-time talks because by the time he got done to the dressing room, Bomber Brown and others had people up against the wall telling him what they should do. We don't have that in Rangers. We have a lot of pansies. It was rather drive about in the Ferraris and the Lamborghinis. Guys like Tavernier, no plane. It's just unbelievable. We don't have a Barry Ferguson, and that's what we need. But I want to know, what I want to ask Barry personally is, why are guys like you not being involved in that team? Why does why does Ibrooks not involve you and get you and guys like Neil McCann into that team and let them know what your team means to us? Right, we'll put that to Barry in a second or two. Mark, what do you feel, first of all, about James's impassioned plea? Rangers haven't had anyone like Barry Ferguson since Barry Ferguson. Yeah, I mean, the word that I would use uh, just now, Paul, is there is um, a lack of leadership. Yep. Not enough um, leadership. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I think ultimately that's going to cost Giovanni Van Bronckhurst uh, his job uh, in the coming days or weeks, I think. For me, at full-time yesterday, and it pains me to say it because I like Giovanni mm. uh, and I rate him, but I think it's I think last night was the beginning of the end and it's just a matter of time now. I thought it might have happened uh, this morning. That said, the players should not go off scot-free. Yep. They are culpable. For me, they're more culpable uh, than the manager. And you could really pick anyone of them. You know, um, James Eyre is, is, is yep. picked out. Lundstrom, Tavernier. Yeah, absolutely. You could take your pick. As I said five minutes ago, as a one player there that I would say absolutely under no circumstances would you steal him or get rid of him? No, I think at the moment you, you, you could get you could get rid of anybody at Rangers. Amazing cars in the car park. You can hear James there. Social media is full of it today. We've got so many mentions. And Barry, we said this to you last year. You can, you can hear seeing James. Yep. For me, that's a bit of passion, yep. which I think's been lacking for a, a number of weeks now. A bit of aggression on on the. the the, the pitch um, but that, that's that's the way the Rangers fans are feeling just now and I get that and I still think I know football's evolved a wee bit and it's moved on but I still think there is a place there to let people know this ain't good enough whether that's having a pop in the dressing room having an argument giving a few players a, a kick up the backside it's got to happen it has to happen but I don't see in that 
current Rangers squad anybody that's going to do that and James wants to know I'm why. not talking about rolling about and not fighting yeah, yeah but listen people have got to be told yeah. listen you, you can hear the passion in James that that's yeah. that's a Rangers fan for you he's not happy what he's seen on the on the pitch and I totally get it I was the same yesterday watching the game it is frustrating it makes you angry um, and players need to step up sooner rather than later Oh, yeah. and this yep. I, I keep I mean I feel if I'm repeating myself every single week but you need a bit of aggression on the team you need to but have a bit there. of leadership yeah, yeah but it's no sadly it's no there and I keep saying no, next game sure. you need to show it but now they've got two games they've got one on Wednesday night and the supporters are going to be expecting expecting them to come flying out the traps what they showed a bit against Aberdeen there was a bit of aggression in the play and I'm not talking about aggression going in half and somebody in two aggression in your play if your opponent's got the ball get close to him make sure your opponent knows he's in a game I'm not seeing that at this moment in time yeah the desire just desire to go and do yeah. your work mm-hmm. and the thing as well we, what every you know every Rangers player if they've not been reminded of it then they should be reminded of it before Wednesday night uh, Paul everybody at that football club as guys like James and everyone is they're paying, they've just paid £180 for a Champions League ticket right. yeah. they've probably just but paid five, six, seven, eight hundred pounds for a for a season ticket and they, they, they deserve the Rangers supporters right now deserve better from every player every player they deserve better and James is asking where's that voice going to come from because it is a quiet bench and it's yeah, on the pitch it, there, the there's one certain guy who I, I know I played with Alan McGregor you could see yeah. a bit of passion yeah. in him you could see yeah. a bit of fire in him in the second half I think it was Witherspoon with the, remember the, the reaction right. and, yeah. and you know what some people say oh, it's Alan McGregor but you know what he's that's right. shown me yeah. he's got a bit he's of fire in him he's the second goal yeah. Yeah. disgusted yeah. disgusted yeah. with the guys in front of him James Alan McGregor does it Barry yeah. no, but he's too far away no he's I get you the game. he's nowhere you were you were in the middle of the park and I saw you doing what you've done, and nobody did that now. I just feel, James, I've been honest, people are scared to fall out with their, their teammates. Like on the pitch, I fell oh. out with every single one of my teammates, yeah. but do you know what? See, when that whistle went, and we went in that dressing room, and maybe we had a wee ding dong each other for a couple of minutes, that was it finished. Because mm. they knew I, that what you were doing was trying to get a reaction out of your teammate, and that's the reason why I'd done it. And yeah. teammates done it to me to get a reaction. If I, was having, if I was a yeah. wee bit off it, I would expect one of my teammates yeah. to have a wee pop at me and do you know what it gave me a reaction to go and do something about it you speak to Paul you speak to most players that played with Barry at Rangers and, and James or a sort of wee bit insight James and you ask him two questions who was the best player you played with who was the biggest moaner you played with and 9 out of 10 will answer Barry to both questions <laughs> the best player by the way what a compliment that is the best player that they played with and considering someone put in sure. the biggest moaner but do you know what makes him a part of what made him the best player they played with? The fact that he did more. The fact that he set a standard to get better out of his teammates. He would challenge his teammates to do better. And if they weren't pulling their weight, they knew Mark, on Mark, the pitch, Mark, by the way, Mark, I'm going to get it tight. Not am I going to get it in the room, maybe yeah. with Walter. Yeah. I've got it on the part with Barry. So that made them raise their, their standards. Their level. Yeah. So, therefore, so you've got to take and that's where I'm not. I think if you're a captain, you've got to be able to do that. And the players have got your teammates have got to respect that you're doing that for the right reasons, and that's where nothing against James Tavernier because he's been brilliant for Rangers at three hundred grand and been an unbelievable signing, but that's where I think that that, that, that as, as a captain, particularly now when the chips are down and have been for six or seven weeks now, this is just about yesterday. No. This has started from Celtic Park when they lost four 0 They've Aye. never really recovered. 
this is when the chips are down your captain has got to really come to the fore for you James Hi well, uh, the, the point I want to make is I'm no caring captain. If I was in that Rangers team, I don't care who the captain is. I'm grabbing guys and I'm telling them what it means. Barry knows what it means to be a Rangers supporter. It was decided before he was born, before I was born, what team we were supporting. There's not one person in that whole team, apart from Alan McGregor, that knows that. And many of them, Savanier, Golson, all these guys, they're just here for retirement. They don't care. Mark Haley went out, got a Ferrari, drove into Ibrox, went in every day, done the business. He was welcome to it. Absolutely welcome to it. About a guy like that. But these guys don't deserve nothing. Absolutely nothing. Superstars, they think they've made it and they've not made nothing. Wow. Yeah, I, 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 I love the passion. Yeah. Do, do you know what? Yeah. I'm just sitting there listening to James. Listen, that's what I believe. I love the passion. And it shows you what Rangers fans are feeling at this moment in, in time, Paul. And... Listen, it's easy for me to sit here and say it, but there needs to be a major reaction, a major response. But my problem is, are we going to get... Are you wanted? Have you been asked to go no, to... No, no, but I, I get where he's coming from in terms of he mentioned a name there, and I'm surprised that he's not been asked as, as like a Neil McCann. Neil McCann would be a brilliant um, fire, fiery character. Yeah. Knows the game inside out. Um, listen, we all want to... Uh, all Rangers fans want the same thing. And that's to have a passionate team. Rangers fans can accept bad performances, but what they can't accept is that you don't go out there and give it your your all. And that's what I think the feeling amongst the Rangers fans is at this moment in time. I, I think, um, like a Barry Ferguson, a Neil McCann, back to basics, back to just what the club is all about and what the club needs, and that's just being able to identify with the supporters what's going on, be able to identify what the club needs and what the club is all about and what needs to be done uh, to go forward. I think that, you know, rather with the greatest respect, if the next appointment, you know, rather than get out and, you know, somebody from from abroad, somebody that might have a really good reputation, a really good coach, but I think at the moment, um, you need to be able to get every ounce because I don't know what the, the finances are like, but I've just been speaking about, there's not a lot of money there, Paul, that, that's within the club to go and raise in terms of market value of the players. Yeah. So you're going to have to be, you're going to have to get every ounce out of every player and I think that's why um, I would go the next appointment I would go people that really know what the club's all about and can identify the supporters and identify what's required could Gio not bring in a Barry or a Neil McCann now I, I said this about six months Aye, ago in this programme do you remember and we threw it at Barry yeah. and it's kind of embarrassing because we're, we're not I speaking know. about no. Barry about this off air but you hear James there and I love the fact James that you said about Mark Haley so it's not where people come from Mark Haley came in oh. from, from England he had the Ferrari and all the rest his superstar mm -hmm. but my goodness he was a superstar and he gave everything for Rangers yeah. yep uh, I, yeah, on on that point, as I say, and I don't, you know, want to see Giovanni lose his job because I like him and I rate him. But in terms of like bringing somebody in just now, Paul's yep. part of the coaching staff. I think it's too late. I think it's too late. You know, the I think it's too late. Him of no money and he's saying yes, sir, no bother. He's not. He's not doing what he should be doing. And is that big, big, big points to call across the city? He's not a yes man. We can tell by the way he he structures his words the way he talks he's not a yes man yeah. Neil Lennon was a yes man he took what he got and that was it and look what happened to him Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has got to get the exact same exact same say because he's a yes man he's not stood up to the board Ross Wilson is single handedly listen let me tell you something right what if I say to you 
if we had Jota, if we had the chance to sign Jota and Abada, would Rangers take it? Yes or no? Barry? Wait, they would what have you mean, to take what, it? What, right now or, or to get them a couple of years ago when wait, they were before they signed me with Celtic Barry, 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 Barry it's a loaded question right I know the answer would we take a jo- would we take Jota and Abada if we if we were offered them should right they should I know for a fact and I'll, and I'll tell you up here I know for a fact Ross Wilson got offered Abada and Jota before Rangers got them for 15 oh, honest to God I'll tell you after if you want. Okay, we'll take that one off here because that would have to be, you know, verified. Um, but it's clear that his yeah, passion's there's a lot, there. Yeah, yeah the, you can hear the passion for, for James, the frustration, yep. the anger. L- listen, that's just the way it's building up. But unfortunately, see if you don't have the performances results, Paul. <laughs> that's, what, yeah. that's what happens. I, I said that to every single... When I was at Rangers and players come in, Rangers is built on one thing. I got brought up for a 15 year old boy when I went in full time watching my, my heroes and nine in a row team train and they trained the way they wanted to play on a Saturday and it was all about winning see if you drew wasn't it good enough see a, a defeat an absolute disaster mm-hmm. and you knew you were in for you were in for a hell of a lot of criticism but now I think that's kind of disappearing a wee bit final word James far too many players, yep. far too many players on your team Barry get the ball and the first option is to pass it back you used to get the ball in the middle of the park. You done a 360 and went towards the opposite goal. That's what you've done. We've not got one person that did that. Doesn't take a pass. Doesn't drop a soldier at a shoulder. All they do is just pass it first. Barisic, Bolson, uh, uh, the Tavernier, Lundstrom, everybody stands. First, first time they get the ball, it's either a rebound pass, straight back to the guy who gave him it, or they look back to McGregor and send it back the way. We want anybody to be a 360 and turn the ball and run towards the goal. That's the problem we've got. Maybe get James in that dressing room before the Hearts game. Exactly. You would hope that, James? Of course. Barry, Barry, I'll tell you something. I would, I would make changes to that team a lot more than with Giovanni Van Bronckhorst can do. And I'll tell you what, I would not I wouldn't take any money for it. So many fans would love to be, and you hear his passion. He knows his football. I mean, obviously, Mark, the things about you can always say about any club they could have had somebody, or maybe not. We yeah. don't, we don't know well, that. One. And I don't. Well, yeah. I would say in general yeah. terms, and I'm not being specific to Abada and, and Jota yeah. being offered to Rangers, but what we do know in this business and in this industry is that you generally find that Celtic and Rangers got offered the same players, right? Mm. When yeah. the agents and clubs are doing the round because they know that they're, yeah. they're similar markets similar size of clubs sure. wage, wage structure etc etc et so you tend to like for example I'm pretty certain that Celtic were offered Kimar Roof as well at the same time right. as well yeah. I'm pretty certain that Celtic were offered Philip Palander sure. at the same time as well so, right. so, okay. so you get to know that, that they pretty much you know when, when clubs or agents are trying to tout their players yeah. If the if the they, they know their stuff, yeah, that's well, put, put them in the Celtic yeah, and Rangers. And the John see Harrison who story, yeah, yeah. See, see who bites. So, yeah. listen, I don't know for sure about a bad injury. I genuinely yeah. don't know for sure, um, but it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. Wow, he's so passionate, and you're not hearing that anywhere. Are you hearing it in the fans and the fans? Yeah, forum? I'm hearing. That, listen, it's been like that. James is clearly um, loves his club. Yeah, no doubt about it. He's just angry and frustrated. What, what what's happening and. And again, Paul, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Lie to you. I'm feeling the same when I'm watching a team that means a lot to me, mm. watching them play and, and they're suffering a bit. Lack of confidence, there's no doubt about it. But for me, 
it should be a given that they've got to give a bit more. Um, and that that's the thing that's obviously frustrating a lot of people in this moment in time it doesn't just come down to the money but some of the Rangers players will be on what 20 or 30 thousand pounds a week St Johnson I don't know a thousand two thousand pounds a week by the way that's big money for most people but the, the the difference in it is massive and you can hear James and loads of Rangers fans they're just not giving enough the manager said they need to work harder. Of course, you have to have labour the whole game. I mean, especially when you get the crosses in from the sides, you need to have aggressive runs to attack a zone, not attack the ball. It's more difficult when you go go attack a space because now, you know, we waited where the ball drops and then we all go there. It's impossible. We tried to give the pressure on them. We scored the 2-1, but in the end, you know, we, we, we didn't create any clear chances. I think one shot from from Lundstrom on the bar. But if you look at the whole 90 minutes, you know, we had a good start, 30 minutes, which... You know, we had to decide the game already and it uh, went only uh, more difficult towards the end. See, that that's the frustrating thing in my, from my point. He just says there, when we get the goal at 74 minutes, they never created anything apart from Lundstrom hitting the bar. You're 2-1 down against St. Johnson. You're slipping seven points behind Celtic. There's got to be that inner drive to make sure. You might not win the game, but you come away with, with something from it. So that's the thing that's frustrating myself and many Rangers fans James what's your scoreline tomorrow night I hesitate to ask you but what do you think the Hearts game I, I, see to be honest with you Paul I'll, I'll be 100% honest with you it's, it's getting to the point where I, I'm no caring anymore because you know I'm fed up I've, I've lost too many remote controls watching the telly you know and it's just it's, it's beyond a joke I don't think Giovanni's got it I don't think any of the, any of the players have got it the whole problem is Rangers need 50, 60 million. They've no go at it. The board's only going to spend it. And I tell you what, they, 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 they keep talk, these directors keep talking about what David Murray done. David Murray took us to nothing to what we were, to having half an England squad playing for us. So che- they've got a cheek. They've got an absolute cheek. These directors are, are, are own telling us that they've not got this money, they've not got that money. Count up all the money we go for Europe. We've not put any anything back in. What have we put in? You know, a couple of loans. And all right, I know it's bad that Hadji and a few a few players have got bad injuries, but we should have people to cover that. You 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 put the injuries, the same that exact same injuries in the exact same positions into the Celtic team, and you you'll see right away that they've got somebody that can cover that position. We don't. We're going to talk about that after the break. Thanks, James. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go. The Score Predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements. Specialists in all aspects of UPVC windows and doors. Alex has been on there saying he completely agrees with what James from Govan was saying a few moments ago. And the phones have been lighting up. We're going to run out of time. But my goodness, James has got Glasgow and the West talking. He's just not happy about it. The Rangers, time after time, underperforming, under Giovanni. And the current players as well. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, James, just showing a real passion for his his football club. That's what he's he's uh, showing there and what he was talking about. I can fully under, understand it. Um, he's just frustrated, um, as many Rangers fans are. Um, and the only way they can put a stop to that is starting putting performances together and, and results together. But the way that they're, they're going about the business at this moment in time, it, it looks as if it's, um, it's going to be a struggle every single game. But see the beauty of football is, they've got a game just around the corner. They've got one on Wednesday night, they're at home. 
The fans are going to expect a performance and they need to go and put a performance on. On Friday night in the score predictor, and we'll get your predictions oh, for Wednesday and tomorrow. But you didn't do well, did we? Mick was on as well. I'm afraid he didn't. Up, so and it was Rangers that burst it for, uh, well, certainly for you, but there were some other <laughs> ones as well. Uh, well I would burst my Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and Monday is uh, not improving for you. Uh, Aberdeen Hibs, I'm just looking back at what I'd written down the other night. Um, it was 4 1. Aberdeen, of course. So I think he got that one right. In fact, he did. He went for Aberdeen. He'd gone for Kilmarnock against Livingston, but it was Livy who won. And Mark, uh, that was a bad result for Kilmarnock, given that they'd been on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the, I think that's maybe back-to-back uh, defeats for Kilmarnock. So when they get back, I mean, that's a massive game. at Tannadice. Um, Wednesday night, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, yep, yep, when you look at yep. the positions, and Dundee United as well. Well, I mean, I think there's been an improvement um, under Liam uh, Fox. But for me, if Dundee United don't get a goalkeeper in January, I think they're doomed. Uh, they just they don't have a goalkeeper at the yeah. moment. They, they need to keep the ball at the net, and they're not doing that at the moment. Haxabanovic's was it second? Yeah, should, but should, but it's but it's yeah, week after keeper. week. You okay. know, both goalies, yeah. both goalies, unfortunately, are just not up to it. And Dundee United will go if they don't sign a goalie in January. Should have got the St. Johnson keeper, shouldn't they? I know they maybe looked maybe, for him, they, didn't might, they? they might have tried. I don't know, yeah. Paul. They might Who have knows, tried to yeah. get Zan that. But anyway, what, what they have just yeah. now, they need to go and improve on it pretty quickly. Okay, Barry, Kilmarnock, Livy. I'm trying to think what you were saying, Freddie. It seems ages ago, and there's so much on tonight. But So he didn't get that one. He got Celtic right. He got he went for St. Mirren to win at Ross County. I did. You I did? Yep, yeah, I thought St. Mirren. Um, that's the only issue with St. Mirren that away from. Yep. I'll be a concern for Stevie Robinson. Um, but listen, brilliant three points for Ross County. That that gets them off the, the foot of the table at least. Um, so, yeah, brilliant result for Malky McKay. And then everyone went for Rangers to win at St. Johnson, but it... Do you know, yeah. I, I was I was so confident. I, I thought, listen, it's not going to be easy because yeah. the way Callum sets his team up, Callum's a, an excellent manager in terms of he knows the game inside out. And you could see that with the set-up of St. Johnson. Um, but I, 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 I just fully expected Rangers to... To go out with a bang before the World Cup break, Paul, and yeah, first thirty minutes, yeah, they had a lot of possession. Did they? Did they really open uh, St. Johnson up? Yeah, they did. They had maybe one chance with with um, Lundstrom shot keeper saved it pretty easily. Mm. I think Tillman put Sholak through where he could have obviously took it a bit earlier. Sakala from a, a, a corner kick off the off the bar, but listen, when you're when you're dominating that much, I just think they were taking far too much touches on the ball. They had to move it a lot quicker. It was a bit pedestrian um, for me. And then once St. Johnson scored a goal, I've got to bonus for you the second half. It pains me to say this, but St. Johnson deserved it in the second yeah. half, Paul, because you know what? They showed um, showed a lot yeah. of heart. They threw their bodies in front of the ball. They defended well. Gave but I thought they kept the ball a bit better. I don't mm. know if Mark agrees with me. I thought the two up top, Stevie May and Nicky Clark were excellent in the second half. Mark? Yeah, I mean, Stevie May has been sensational yeah. the past year. I mean, he has been sensational. And credit to Callum Davidson and his staff. Paul, they had a game plan. They painted a picture for the players, you know, how it would unfold. And, and it came true. And when they got in the lead, they never looked back. They defended well and took their chances. James Brown. Oh, what a strike. It feels good. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> How many times did they use that on Sunday? That's his first ever goal. Yeah, and what, and what a goal. Amazing. 21, 22 yep. yards. Alan McGregor, no chance. So everyone thought it was going to be Rangers win. And Hearts Motherwell, I think, Barry, looking at that one, I think uh, Dave, uh, Mix, he went for a draw. 
but it was obviously 3-2 for Hearts. Uh, more importantly then, at, for tomorrow, we've got Hibs against Ross County. Barry, what are you thinking on that one? Hibs have been on a, a bad run now, yeah. manager not happy. I, I just don't know about Hibs at times. Mm -hmm. One week, really good. Next week, um, they're just really inconsistent. Hibs, Ross County, listen, they've got to take confidence for that one at the weekend but for me Hibs at home Hibs should be looking at taking the three points Mark Hibs Ross is this Hibs Ross County Paul are we doing the, sorry yeah, we doing yeah, the yeah. prediction Hibs Ross um, County for tomorrow yep I'm going to go for the draw yep <laughs> okay I'm just checking lots of messages coming in just now you're going for a draw Livy against Aberdeen Mark uh, I will go Aberdeen to win Barry um, I'm going to go Livingston you're going for Livy. Yes. David Martindale. He's, uh, Aberdeen, yep. away form's no great. Mm -hmm. um, Livingston, he set us up really well, David Martindale. Um, I'm going to go for a tight one, but Livingston will win this game. Okay. Wednesday night, Dundee United against Kilmarnock. Barry, who do you fancy? Kilmarnock. Yeah, they need to win up there, don't they? Yes. You're worried about Dundee United? Yeah, I'm but, worried yeah. about Dundee United. Mm. I look at their squad and I think they've got some um, real good players. Levitt. Very good footballer. Um, obviously, Tony Watt. Yep. Up top. Um, but no, I, I just think Comarna. I think De Del knows he needs a result away from home. I think Comarna will, will nick this. Mark? Draw Paul, one each. Go for a draw. St Mirren against St Johnson. What do you think, Mark? I, St Johnson, three wins in a row. St Mirren, I'm going to go St Johnson to win. Going for St. Johnson. The Battle of the Saints, Barry, who do you reckon? I'm going to go a draw on this one. Going for a draw. Yep. And what about Dundee United against Cole Marnock? Ange Postacoglu have been talking just about how his team never stopped. It's a great pride because, as I said, set out right from day one to be that kind of team. Sometimes it doesn't get noticed because we, you know, we'll score late goals when we're already up. As you said, it's 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 part of this team, it's part of its DNA that they will keep going to the last minute irrespective of the score. Obviously, you know, when it's a situation like today you know it's highlighted even more but you know there isn't a game that we play that we don't go to right to the final minute Mark we won't see you till later in the week so what do you reckon for this game for Motherwell, Motherwell Celtic. Celtic oh yeah, yeah Celtic to win by a couple of goals right Barry you're going to be on on Wednesday yeah, beforehand so, I'll still yeah. give you my <laughs> still going for <laughs> yeah I can't see anything yeah. other than Celtic comfortably beating Motherwell and Rangers up against Hearts. Now, how big is this game? Here's the manager. Just He was asked uh, about pressure. You know, it's already the last couple of weeks. And of course, a defeat doesn't help. But, you know, we have to continue. But it's a tough one to take, the, 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 the loss we had today. What are they going to do against Hearts? Did they bounce back, Barry? Listen, it's unthinkable, Paul. They've got to win. They've, listen, they have won for Rangers. Um, and do you know what I says to you? They need to put performances. Well, I don't care if they're yeah. they're very poor. They just need to get three points on the board, Paul. Yeah, that was your point before the Aberdeen yeah, game, I, I which did they did give. They yeah. did. They, they gave yeah. a better performance, and I says it's no about three points. They need to put a performance on for the fans. But do you know what? After yesterday's result against St. Johnson, I couldn't care less about how good or bad Rangers are. They just need to get three points on the board. And Mark, before we get yours, uh, here's some of the messages coming in. Rangers fans saying, I wouldn't be surprised if the last players to have a go at the team in the dressing room were Kenny Miller and Lee Wallace. And he says, we know what happened to them. This club set a bad precedent when they ousted those players for being passionate and wanting to win. And is the captain scared of a pop in case he gets the boot and can't afford the new top-of-the-range car? I mean, Tavernier's done a lot for the club as well, but mm. uh, Mark, do you, do you buy that one? 
the players the last time Miller and Wallace were ousted for having a bit of a go internally. Yeah, and that was that was under what Pedro Cassini, yeah, that was five that years was, ago, yeah. uh, if not more. Um, I'm not sure about that, but all, what okay. I do know, Paul, is yeah. that uh, I wouldn't like to be in the manager's shoes no. or any of the players' shoes if they don't win on Wednesday night. They've got to go and show that they deserve to be at Rangers Football Club on Wednesday night, Paul. There's a title up for grabs. There's 50,000 supporters who have paid their hard-earned cash to be there and support the club. The manager's job is hanging by a thread. Two wins... Wednesday night and Saturday might save them but it still might might not be enough and uh, a lot of the players should uh, um, feel ashamed for the way that they've, they've handled some of the situation. Tomorrow night, John Hartson will be here along with Craig Moore. Barry, thanks so much. We'll hear from you on Wednesday. Cheers, Paul. Thank you, Mark. See you thanks, on Friday. News is up next with Sophie and then it's Joe Day. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service So come and view the stunning new Toyota range All with up to 10 years warranty Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV See our great choice of approved used Toyotas Our formidable range of commercial vehicles including the Hilux Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.